Hello and welcome to Avio's Journey. My name is Anthony Pika, and this podcast is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business and sidestep all of the things that I seem to step on. Well, it is 11.12 p.m. on Monday night. I'm excited to be doing this episode. I was looking through the questions that get submitted to the group by people who are looking to join uh, Avio's Journey Facebook. And one of the questions uh, I came upon was something I think that a lot of us go through. And the question is, uh, it was posed, uh, how do I get my spouse on board with me pursuing a voiceover career? And uh, this one is something that I think we have all gone through or we are going through. And I want to talk to you about it. All right, let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. All right, so... Man, this topic is definitely an interesting one. I want to uh, thank the person who asked the question. And, you know, I'm not going to say the person's name just because <laughs> and I know this is, I, I don't try to be cloak and dagger, but I don't know if maybe their spouse listens to it and maybe they don't want to tip off their spouse that uh, there's some sort of friction there. But I do want to talk about, you know, if you are dealing with a spouse or a significant other that is not 100% on board with you, with your voiceover career, or with you trying this crazy VO thing out, what do you actually do? How do you convince them that it's going to pay off when you've not made it pay off yet, right? How, how do you convince them to trust you again after you've done a million and one other things, or at least it's felt like a million and one other things that didn't work out? Or how do you get your spouse or significant other to trust that what you say this time is going to be different than what you've said a hundred times before? Or this one idea is different than the 30 other ideas that you had last week? I bring up all these things because I've been there. I've done it. That was me. I was constantly coming up with new ideas. I was constantly trying out, and I don't want to use the word schemes, but I was, you know, it felt like that. Now that I look back on it, it was always some sort of angle that I was trying to come up with about how I could corner some sort of market or how I could, you know, change my future forever. And I think that my spouse, my wife, you know, she did her very best to try to continue <laughs> over the years to support all the crazy things I, I was trying uh, or talking about. But after a while, it's hard. And I want to say that when we have someone and what's it, even even you know what even if it's not a spouse or a significant other maybe it's a friend 
Maybe it's family. I mean, family members are are tough. They're 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 tough to convince because they love you so much and they think they they since they've known you, you know, your whole life or most of your life that they, you know, they know what you can do and what you're good at. And if you would just do this, you would be fine and not mess with this other stuff. But I want to get real with you and be honest. The truth is, is that we have to prove ourselves. There's no way around it. We prove ourselves every single day. We prove ourselves to our family, to our friends, to our coworkers, to our bosses. Uh, we prove ourselves to society, to ourselves. We have to continuously prove that what we say we're going to do or what we say we're going to want, we want, we are actually going to follow through with and make it happen. The challenge is, is that when you start talking about something that doesn't exist yet, when you start dreaming about something and then saying it out loud, people don't have that dream. Your spouse doesn't have that dream. They probably don't have a voiceover ambition. Their dream is probably for you to be happy, but at the same time, and a lot of times, they're probably tired with the schemes that you've been running. And when I say schemes again, I mean, you know, all of the different ideas and the things that you've tried out. So we have to understand that our spouses are doing the very best they can. They're trying to stick with us. They're trying to understand what we're doing, but at the same time, they're tired and they probably think voiceover is crazy. <laughs> Let's be honest. I still talk to a lot of people who don't even know what voiceover artists do. They have no clue. And, you know, I'm beginning to realize that in our world, like if you're listening to this podcast, you know, we have a very niche community a very small community compared to the rest of the world. So even though to us, all of this, we live it every single day, it's a big deal. There's business everywhere. You know, there's all this opportunity. For the rest of the world, you know, it's not that, um, you know, open or, or widely seen. Most people don't even realize you can make a living off of this, let alone a lucrative living. And that's partially why you can make a lucrative living, because not as many people are aware. But the reality is, is that we have to prove it to them. There's no way around it. When I first started out, my wife was uh, amazing as always. And we, you know, I had tried at that point so many different things. You know, I had run a restaurant and I was always going back to teaching because, you know, I was always a teacher, but I was always trying to do other things, whether it was financial stuff or, you know, running a bit, like I said, running a restaurant or, you know, doing some sort of multi-level marketing thing, something always to make extra money. There was a time period where I was, you know, doing websites and trying to blog and stuff. And, you know, I just couldn't find where I fit in in any of that stuff. Right, because I could do the work, but there was no, there was no passion there. There was no, 
joy really behind, you know, behind it. It was just something I was doing to change my life. And I think as the time went on, my wife saw that and saw it tear me apart one after another. Because let's be honest, when you try something over and over again, and whether it's the same thing or something different, even when you're trying new things over and over again, you're searching, and each time you either fail or you quit, it can be discouraging. It can be heartbreaking. And your spouse lives through it with you. And they don't want that for you. So when we say to them, hey, I'm going to be a voiceover artist. I want to quit my job and I want to live the life of a VO. (laughs) They're probably like, what in the world is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? Because they have no idea. Nobody can see what's inside of you. Nobody can see what tugs on your heart every single day. No one can feel that weight on your shoulders every single day that you get up. No one knows what it's like to wonder if this is all that your life is going to be. You're the only one who knows that. And you have to make a decision to go alone. And what I mean by that is you have to make a decision to say, I'm going to step out in the storm. I can't expect people to step out with me because they have no idea. And I have, I don't even have an idea of what the storm is going to look like, where the storm is going to be, what the storm is going to do to me or them. But I have to stand out because if I don't, I'll never make it to the other side. I'll never make it to that sunny day. And I think we want support from our spouses, from our friends, from our loved ones, unconditionally. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I I think that that is wonderful when we can give unconditional love and meaning that let me rephrase that, unconditional support without any sort of idea of what we're giving that support for. But let's be real. That's probably impossible to have unconditional support when people don't even understand what we're trying to do or what we're going through. We can't mind meld with people like Spock, which would be really cool. If we could, I don't know about you, but I've always said sometimes to my my wife that wouldn't it be really cool if I could just make you feel what I'm feeling? If you could just see inside my head because I can't get the words and you know, I talk a lot, so that's pretty crazy, right? <laughs> but we know we all get tongue tied, but I really think that it's It's our job to be able to take all of the fear, all of the tough things that come along with stepping out on our own, being an entrepreneur, starting a business, you know, 
doing something that most people can't do, not because they're not good people, but because they can't see themselves being that person who will take all of that on. I think I realized after a period of time that I needed to be able to listen to my spouse and take those fears that she had, and I had to put them on my back. I had to carry them. I had to allow her to have those fears. And I had to be okay with that. And I had to go forward, even though I knew I was going forward, not just for myself, but for my wife and for my children. And here's the crazy thing. I could have went another path and had a a great life, but it wasn't the life for me. So I had to decide, was I willing to shoulder all of that worry and that pain and that fear and the, the arguing? And because argu- all arguing is, right, is just a result of uncertainty and fear and worry and stress. That's all that it is. All right. Disagreements. Yes, you can disagree about something, but the feelings that are involved in it, that's where they come from. And I realized that I had to prove to her that she could trust me again. And it's interesting because if you have ever tried something new and not been successful, it's not that people don't trust you. And I, and that's the wrong way. I don't think that she didn't trust me. It was more so that, you know, there was, there was this, again, thing in the back of her head. And you know what? The crazy thing is, and, and this is the honest truth, 99.9% of the time, it's not our spouses. It's us. We are the ones who are afraid. And that projection of fear, that not knowing what is going to happen, it frightens people, especially our loved ones, our spouses, our family, our friends. It's frightening. Because I know that they want the best for us. So I had to take all of that And I still had to go forward. I had to do a couple things. And I want to tell you what I had to do. I had to work. And I know that sounds silly. And I just let that sit there. But I had to work, you guys. I mean, I I worked when no one else was working. I did what I needed to do over and over and over, and over, and over again. Because I wasn't just proving to the world that I could do this. I wasn't just trying to find that needle in a haystack. I was proving to my family, to my friends, to my parents, to my wife, to anyone who knew me, I was proving that what I said I was going to do I meant it. And you need to look at yourself and say the same thing. Are you proving to your wife or your husband or your parents or your friends 
or whoever, are you proving to them that what you say you're going to do, you're actually doing? And the funny thing is, is that all the time that I worked, everybody was sleeping. Nobody was up. Wasn't like they were sitting next to me watching me work. But what they saw was the result of the work that I did. They saw the passion. They saw the relentless drive. They saw that I was not going to stop until I made it. And it wasn't until those nights, those endless nights, and those days after days and weeks and months and years that it actually was proven that I do what I do now. And you know, the funny thing is, is now it's wonderful. People brag. My family brags about me. They love what I do. And they did before. Don't get me wrong. But you know what I'm talking about. Because now I'm at a place where I have proven success. But you have to prove it. You have to prove it to them and you got to prove it to yourself. That's what our life is about. is proving that what we say we're going to do, we're going to do. And we actually go through with it. Because you know just as well as I do, there are so many people we come across in life that say one thing and do the complete opposite. Or there's so many people that have given us promise after promise and they break it. And it's so easy to say, I want this, or I'm going to have that, or that would be great. That's my dream. That's easy. What's hard is backing it up Day after day after day after day. Fight after fight. Argument after argument. Fear upon fear. That is what proves that you mean what you say. I hope that, you know, actually I wish there was an easier answer for that question. <laughs> I wish it could be, you know, f- you know, you you just give them that smile <laughs> and everything would be okay. But I think also this question for me is also more about being in a relationship for a little while, not maybe a newlywed or someone who's just starting out on a relationship. Because I think when you're just starting out on a relationship, things are very new. And you know, you're know you still figuring out, you and your spouse, where your future lies and what's going to happen. And if you happen to be one of those people who don't try many things, you might not go through that problem. But if you are having that problem, it's a good likely thing that I, I believe that what I said earlier in the podcast is probably pretty accurate. So please, whatever you do, you have to make it work. Because until you make it work, 
you're going to have to shoulder all of the fear and all of that stress and that worry. You're going to have to shoulder it all. But the great thing is, is that once you come out the other side, I tell you what, you'll never imagine how amazing it feels. Guys, thank you so much for listening tonight. I really appreciate it. Today's been one of those days where there's been some (laughs) reflection. Uh, I want to say also, please, uh, if you... um, if you haven't had a chance yet, check out the Fiverr Elite group. Uh, this is a really cool group that meets once a week. And the whole point to this group is to help people get past all of those problems that you know Fiverr kind of throws at you, especially when you're new or you're trying to get to that next level or trying to make some money. Uh, it's a fantastic group. And, you know, I I let you dive into my business and what's working for me. And I'm very excited to say that we have other top rated sellers in the group now as well after this last period. So things are going really wonderful. And um, I'd love to have you in the group. So check that out. There'll be a link here. You can find it at www.avosjourney.com. And that's the Fiverr Elite Group. And we meet once a week. And um, other than that, thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you for listening. And I hope that I answered that question. I went into it pretty deep tonight. But, you know, this is our lives. This stuff is deep. This stuff is complicated. All right? But if it wasn't, nah, it wouldn't be worth it. All right. Have a great night. Peace. Peace.